Yo, yo, Real Do The Kill podcast is back, and we with another one. Monday's behind the camera. I got my boy Rudy with me. Man, I missed you, bro. You been gone. No, you did, I ain't nigga. seen you in two, three weeks. No, you didn't, nigga. Yeah, I did miss you, man. I miss you too, bro. All right, man. We got a very special guest, Rudy. You're crazy ass. This is your first guest you brought on the show. Yeah, hey. 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 Just to let y'all know, Kid wouldn't let me bring nobody on this motherfucker. That's a lie. He worse than shit ignite around this bitch. That's a lie. What's up with that? That's a lie. That's not true. I'm not going to say I didn't allow you. Just well, I had people coming on, too. I'm sorry. Well, how many episodes we in? Hey, we, ain't, we did like at least nine. We did like eight, nine good ones. Nigga, I finally got one. I had eight or nine. But it's all good. It's the Rudy Takeover. You know what I mean? The Ruchiano Takeover. But before we let you take over, I do want to say this episode is brought to you by Highway Vodka. 80% alcohol proof, 40% alcohol volume, of course. All roads lead to Highway Vodka, man. Look the only it. way. The only way. Don't buy no Ciroc. The, the real only way. Don't buy no uh, highway. Tito's. The Highway. Highway Vodka. Official sponsor. Official liquor sponsor. The Real Do The Kill podcast. What's the Instagram for it? Highway Vodka. That's all. That's the Instagram. That's it. Okay. Simple. Highway Put at, at Highway Vodka. This nigga don't know how to do shit. At, at Highway Vodka. Still, how you know? It's some special ed motherfuckers out there. Well, that's they fault. They know what to go press oh, search man. button and type in Highway Vodka. They don't need to do at. Shout out to my nigga Christian Fuller. I'm sorry I missed y'all last week. That was a good episode. Actually, Damn, I'm lucky, man. Yeah, two weeks ago. I'm sorry I missed y'all. I was out of town. During that time, was I was just uh, well. I had to take a flight out to uh, L.A. for some business. No, big and boss then, shit, uh, big player shit. Okay, <laughs> I had to take a flight out to L.A. for a day, and then we went down to San Diego um, for my girls. My girls' cousin is in the uh, the service, and they got a base down there. So, took a f- drove out there from L.A. to San Diego and. You, I'm not gonna lie to you. I might have to to retire out there. No, San Diego's a good city. I never it's been to. Beautiful. I always want to go to San Diego. That's probably the beautiful. Like it was perfect all the way around. It wasn't too hot. wasn't too cold. Downtown is by the water. We had dinner on the uh, the border. It oh, was yeah, that yeah. Beautiful. Okay. yeah. It was, it was and then we got high as hell. Yeah, we got high than a motherfucker. <laughs> And, and and rode the uh, bird. They got these scooters called the birds. Yeah. And they like twenty dollars for twenty four hours. And uh, we we got just got high and ate edibles and shit and rode the bird for like four hours up and down San Diego, <laughs> San Diego downtown. Like it was amazing. Yeah, I was in I was in Vegas last week. So you we was in both, Vegas? Yeah, it was. It was it was cool. I want to. I just want to say this real fast about Vegas. Vegas was cool. Of course, they they take the pandemic very seriously out there in Nevada. Yeah. As soon as you step out there, it is it is straight up mask. If you ain't eating or drinking, you could drink a little and then put your mask back on. I'm like, God damn, can I at least take in the drink and the food? No. Vegas was cool. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! It was fifty percent. I know that that hit you. God damn. Yeah, you on the highway now. So I'm driving. It would it would it would definitely be like, damn, they take it serious out here. But this is what I will say, besides COVID, it made me appreciate Houston so much more being in Vegas. Because 
everything. Yeah, I know it's party city. Just you can turn up. It's the strip. Everything. But the amount of money you have to spend at these places, just you know, the party. And what I like, I said to I told somebody when I was out there, I said, look, honestly, I feel like Houston is the most balanced city in America. Most balanced. You got you got something for everybody out here. You can party. You can start your own family out here. You can move to the Woodland Springs, Humble, Stafford, Sugarland, wherever. Start your family, Katie. Um, the cost of living. Um, like I said, the partying too. Like for people that's in your twenties or thirties, like just top to bottom, it is the most balanced. Because L.A., you the rich or poor, it's hard out there to make it. New York, too fucking expensive. You get a studio for like four thousand dollars. You get your nice ass crib and use for like four. 3,000, 2,000. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it made me realize, like, damn. I, I got to appreciate our restaurants, the places we go to, the people, just everything. Like, when I was out there, that was, it was a still, it was still a good vacation. But that's because you a partying ass nigga. That's what. See, I said family. I threw in family. <laughs> I threw in restaurants. I threw in cost of living. He goes straight to partying. Man, I don't party like that. I'm just single. That's all. I've been single. That's it. But I need to hear that. We have a special guest here. <laughs> Trying to get on me. Hey, y'all. <laughs> right, hold up. Before we get it, all now, you, you enjoyed Vegas, though? No, Vegas was good. Did you win some money? I ain't really gamble that much. That much? I ain't really do that. Did you I hit the blackjack table? No, I did hit the slots, and I was like, I'm tired. See, you ain't enjoy Vegas. No, it's not about that. It's not about the gambling part. It's just the fact that I just think that me going out there, we have to appreciate Houston Morgan. I think us being from Houston, we we get spoiled and we, we try to nitpick and find things we don't like. But honestly, put it like this: if they say, "Hey, Rudy, you got to move to Omaha, Nebraska for the next oh, two no. years," nothing against <laughs> the people that's from Nebraska, right, but right. think about it: you're gonna be like, "All right, cool, I'm getting paid, whatever." When you out there that first week, like, "God damn, cornfields and shit." I'm gonna keep it you real with you. I'm like different. I'm different because I'll sit my bitch ass out there and just chill and be good. You paying me too? Oh shit! Just give me a nice spot. If it's me, my girl, and whoever else. All right, you gonna come back nice riding uh, some spenders and shit. <laughs> hey, you gonna grow a cornfield out there? Not raw, like a motherfucker. And I say that because shit, I could live in Brenham and be good. Like I really like my one of my dreams is to get a crib out in Brenham and just like a Brenham's like some like land out there. I some change away though. Get some land out there. I stay out. Shit, when I was in college out there, I ain't. I was chilling. I barely came home. Two months later, he gonna call and be like, "Man, bro, I'm coming to Houston for the weekend." But wait, <laughs> man, look, you, I don't go out now. It's not about going now, but well, you gonna miss I your friends, your family. They gonna come see me. They probably wanna. I'm sure Linda wanna come out there and just, hey, I wanna get away from this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm about ready for a vacation. So, you know but not no damn Omaha, but, Nebraska. Not, but I mean, you know, I wouldn't live. I'm gonna find something out there that's gonna entertain me. It's gonna probably be the view. Might get some goop. Yeah. I just have a feeling. Like, what? what is there to look at, though? The view. What view? The it's sunset. The sun. Nah, the, Nebraska got mountains. Hills? Who the fuck goes in Omaha? Hills. Omaha. So, if somebody said, hey, Rudy, we got you and your You and your lady, y'all got to move out there for two years. Omaha, Nebraska. Let's go. Easier said than done. <laughs> oh, I, easier said I promise you. I, you got to find I, the beauty in any situation. That's true. That's true. It's all about perspective. Yeah. You got to find, like, when, like... I'll tell you one place I won't move to. Where? Nah, I won't say that. I won't say that. I mean, Where you already started. 
Come on, man. You can't do that. You can't just leave us hang on the cliff and be like, oh, I'm going to. The only place I wouldn't move to is Louisiana. Okay, that's oh, Yeah, I mean, shit. I just couldn't live in Louisiana. Outside, of I could visit Louisiana, but I can't live in Louisiana. Yeah, my family from New Orleans. I outside of two days on Bourbon Street, New Orleans, yeah. I'm done. I can go everywhere else. I just can't live in Louisiana. Yeah, I mean that, that that makes sense. The food is square well, but as far as like just living, it ain't shit out there. Okay, so if it ain't shit out there in Louisiana, how you gonna survive in Omaha, Nebraska? <laughs> Omaha, <laughs> Omaha, <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> Nebraska. Please, I'm sorry, I don't want to. Nah, go. Nebraska, you have different sites. Like we used to seeing flat land while we out here. What sites do they have? Uh, you, uh, you don't know until you go. That's like saying like, would you move to like Antarctica or some shit like that, or would you move to Washington? Uh, would, you, would you would you move to Montana? I could I could do Washington. <laughs> I I would move to Montana. I don't know, man. I don't I don't think a lot. Of, I don't think a lot of them don't like us out there. Be, they don't, but shit, that's why they got guns. I don't want to go to Montana and do that shit. Why y'all mean to? You know, think about it. we got this five states that you do not want to move to. True, Idaho, but, Wyoming, but it's beauty. Point made. It's beauty in, in wherever you move in general. And my point was just saying, I think Houston is the most balanced city in America. Now, you're right, though. You're right. Yeah. If this you're was right. 2K, it would have the highest overall. Yeah, I bet you got to think, like, once you do damn near everything here, you start thinking, like, what else? You start to nitpick and not appreciate the small shit. No, I was out in Vegas, bro. And like I said, I'm not granted. It was COVID 50%, but it was still good. I'm but, though, example, we went to Dre's. First night it opened, it was like, oh shit, it's gonna go down, yada yada yada. Shout out to my people, I was with my brother and his friends. They the ones that took care of everything. So we get out there, <laughs> and I was actually gonna try to pitch in on the boss. You know what, man? I don't like being a dude in the section. You know, nobody, really, I'm not buying. I don't, I don't want to drink other niggas' alcohol. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, got my nephew. I said, hey, let's look at these prices. You know, we just had something at a place out here for my nephew's birthday. We had, yeah. you know, five, six bottles come through, and it was cool. They ain't invite me to that. Hey, you was in San Diego. so <laughs> They still didn't tell you about it. They ain't tell me shit. You was in San Diego. So, we get to, we look at the prices. Oh, fucking Tito's. Guess how much Tito's was. I want everybody to take it. This is like prices where I want everybody to take one guess. 250 500 Okay, what are we talking about? No, a thousand. Tito's vodka. For the bottle? Yeah, for a bottle of Tito's. Like 600, 500. Yeah. Same for you. I'm, 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 I'm going to say about okay, four, say, I'm going to say 300. Nigga, 795. What? For some Tito's? Nigga, COVID Dre is 795. That's right there. I was like, God. Well, that, but that's more because, I, I understand that that's more because, shit, if you, if you, nah, it's not even the experience. It's like, shit, we know what the fuck going on out here. So if you really, really want to party, you going to pay. If, I mean, if you want to party here, you gonna because pay. I understand why because it's, everybody's coming worldwide to once to that one street, and you're paying for the convenience of having exactly the and right. experience. You paying for everything, not just that bottle. So I understand it's cool. Yeah, y'all went Easter weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's no, no, no. We, like, the, we got the Easter. This is last week. So like, I'm still trying to party that Easter. But the thing was, I'm like, man, I appreciate my city. You know what I'm saying? I'm They're like, trying to make their money back too. And I get it. I understand, but I say I'm not. Look, we gonna keep drinking this alcohol ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We gonna. It's all good. They they paying for the shit. So what I realized, niggas. Too, but I didn't want. I, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. But then too, if, before we move on, I do, I do want to say that before I forget, I think I'm gonna forget that I drink this shit. I think clubs out here need to switch up their style of people that want to get sections and buy bottles and stuff like that. So there's a place we went to Saturday. 
It was in Circa. Circa Hotel. They got the new pool, cabana, all this shit. It was fun. So what they do out there is called credit. So instead of, I think clubs out here should do credit more so than telling people, hey, put down $1,000 up front and then buy four, five extra bottles. Because so let's say, for example, you go to a club. So how credits work is, hey, how much is this section or cabana or whatever? They tell you it's 1500 Okay, cool. You pay that 1500 up front, and that's your credit. So when you get your section that night, you're, you, you can spend up to $1,500 that night without paying nothing extra. So if you go over fifteen, you just pay that difference. As opposed to scan off motherfuckers and be like, hey, section VIP right here is $1,500 up front. Then... No, find a six hundred dollar section. Well, it's different. It's, it's different. Service. It's different out there because a lot of the clubs are connected to the uh, the hotels. So let's say, for instance, like just same same thing with the gambling. If you go to Dre's and you go to Dre's hotel and you gamble at the casino, the nine times out of ten, if you spend enough money, they're gonna credit you uh, a, a night at the hotel. You know what I'm saying? Because they can keep track of that. Well, there's only one place out here that do it. It's Prospect. Prospect, when you get a section or something like a little patio, they give you like, hey, all right, you, this is 300 This is your credit. So it's possible to do it. That's just me. If I was a promoter or a club person, I would be like, hey, this Honestly, that's the best good. business model I've heard of because, you know, people are going to run through that 1500 real quick. And obviously, they want to keep the, the party going. They're going to be already yeah. filling the liquor. So, yeah, that's, that's smart. That's smart as hell. Then it avoids confusion when you get there. Because you put the fee down, let's say you put the fee down, you pay it to the, the promoter. Right. But the section girl could be like, nah, it was free. Now nah, it's confusing. Then you got your homies, everybody cash up in each other in the yeah. nighttime. Everybody going through. $1,500, you have credit? Man, you, that's five bottles right there. You good. No confusion. You don't. There's no type of miscommunication. Straight up, because you paid the bitch Thursday. You go there Saturday, you straight. That's how I would do it. So all the promoters out there in the city. I think y'all should, do, y'all should do credit <laughs> instead of charging motherfuckers section fees and then bottle minimum because hell it comes up to the same price and it's probably the nah, same. No, you amount. gotta understand niggas out here trying to milk as much money as they can. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. I don't so, like that. I don't yeah. like that. I think that's the, I think that's the best. That's counterproductive. <laughs> trying to milk the you know milk your clients, you know, make them feel taken care of. You'll build that loyalty. You have for sure money rather than having to like hustle harder to make sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Let me have a small lady here. So introduce introduce the guest, man. Introduce it. Okay. So finally I was able to bring a fucking guest. Hey, <laughs> I'm joking. Nah. So um this is Linda. Linda is an uh an entrepreneur. Uh I've had the honor to watch her grow and become the businesswoman that we see today. Um with the mentorship of Rudy, I, I honestly learned so much working with and front or for him. It's I'm very thankful. Yeah, no, she was in the trenches with me for real, for oh, real. Yeah. <laughs> but right now, right now she she has her brand and and uh, clothing line, clothing line, mixed mogul at mixed mogul on Instagram. Follow me, yeah. and then also my uh, personal page at Luna Malone underscore. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> so tell us more about the, the brand Mixed Mogul because you've been working on this for a while. So Mixed Mogul is, it's a double entendre. It's Mixed Mogul, I'm mixed, biracial, and a mogul. And then also, I Hold on, what did you mix with? Black and white. Okay. Yeah. 
You, you know, got the best of both worlds. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, down with the squirrel. And uh, so anyway. I was off then because I was going to say like black, Hispanic, and then. I get Hispanic a lot. You know, there's like a smidget, like a small little, in 23andMe.com, like a small midget like that. 23andMe? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Ancestry.com, same thing. Yeah, you do like the little spit and it tells you the whole, yeah. yeah, I really need to do that. But no, as far as I know, it's, my white side is like mixed with a bunch of different things. I got Native American, German, Irish, Scottish type thing going on, and then African American. There you go. Yes. Uh, but... I digress. So what Mixed Mogul also stands for is a mixture of entrepreneurs. I don't want to just say young, but, you know, different people from different walks of life uh, really focused on making their, you know, making them making their uh, mark in the world and finding their place in the world. So that's what it's kind of for and based around. Right now, um, still in the works of getting everything together. I got my logo t-shirts ready to go, so DM me if you want to get a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, and um, yes, I'm looking at a 2022 launch for an actual line. So it's going to be more than just t-shirts. It's going to be like urban business wear. So you can, take, you can go from a meeting to you know co- happy hour, cocktail hour. You know, you can go from... Uh, running your business to going out with the homies. Yeah. So that, that's, that's kind of how I want it to transition. Where you feel comfortable and confident, that's, that's my main goal. I like that. Thank you. You got your shirt, Rudy? No, nah, shoot, I'm, I've been waiting oh, to buy one. He's nah, stuttering. Nah, <laughs> nah, I've nah, honestly been waiting that's to buy me. one. That's on me. I've honestly been waiting to buy one. I, I'm, I'm proud of, of Linda just because, like I said before, she used to work with me uh, she was my right hand as far as with the studio. So, yeah, we were in the trenches together for real, for real. Times where, you know, I know she learned a lot as well as I did. And she's been with me through the most, the best times and the worst. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Was, was that your first time being like at a like actual like studio? Yes. It's funny because I was just kind of hanging out there. My boyfriend is actually an artist and my brother-in-law is a producer slash engineer. So I would just be hanging out there. And, you know, being, being the woman that I am, it would be, you know, just little things that I could do just to keep busy. Like, you know, do the dishes, sweep, just, you know, little stuff. Because I, I don't like to just be sitting. I'm a busybody. I got to be up moving. Um, and then, yeah, Rudy just Rudy and uh, Pop came to me, and they are like, hey, we see you working in here. We appreciate the stuff you're doing. Get this, 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 and this done. So got it done. Brought it back the next day. They're like, all right, bet. You on the team. <laughs> yeah. And the rest is history. Here we are. And then you say your boyfriend's an artist? Yes. How long he been, uh, like, rapping, singing? Which one? Rapper and uh, also producer. He makes beats. Uh, how does it feel, how does it feel being in a relationship with a person that's that's like an artist? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like almost sometimes you have to look. You, if I, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. you gotta be like real. Like it's it's not you be real. You gotta be honest. It's not. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart. I'll I'll put it like that because the schedule is so crazy. So everywhere it's on the go. Things things literally come up same day. It's not like you can really plan. For anything, yeah. so if you're if you're considering being in a relationship with an artist, you have to be open and be able to you know kind of uh, compromise and, and find time. It's yeah. it's definitely 
it's not we you know i have my moments i'm a woman i'll be like damn yeah. i miss you can you uh make some time for me but <laughs> we always make it work you know but the beautiful thing about you is and i've always admired this about you is you don't too much <clears throat> and mind you her, bur- her boyfriend is like my cousin yes yeah, so it's my so like yeah wolf is my damn near, we i known him before he knew his damn self because <laughs> me, me and Mad Villain, which is his brother, yeah. we mm-hmm. grew up together. <clears throat> we damn near got the same birthday. It's a Sprite. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I, I'm on the highway. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, uh, not driving, though. Not yet. But, <laughs> but me, and his, her, uh, me, me and Mad Villain knew each other since we would. Literally, that's the first person I knew when, once I got out the pussy. Yeah. That's, that's how. I, nah, seriously. So... <laughs> His little brother is her boyfriend. So, one thing that I, I admire about Linda is the fact that even though he does his thing, he she don't wait on his ass for shit. Oh, yeah. That's If he thing. busy, you can't do that. she busy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of women like, don't okay. do. I'm going to find something to do. Yeah. For real. And, and, and that's something I admire about her, especially with her starting her own brand because I've, I've watched her bring this to fruition from just an idea yeah. and a lot of people sit on ideas and don't make them happen and she actually is getting off her ass and making it happen she's doing photo shoots she's creating the the shirts herself yeah. she's she's really making moves and it's admiring because a lot of women don't have that not only say women a lot of people don't have that that drive to make shit happen like that you know what i'm saying right. So I just wanted to give her her roses while she's here, and we on camera and on this podcast because it's a uh, it's just like the young lady who got this vodka. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a hard thing doing these things, especially being a woman and being an entrepreneur. Yeah, shout out to Cody. You know what I'm saying? So I, this brought me to a question I wanted to ask you. So what what would you say is like the the biggest challenge that you have? We're starting your journey, or not even starting. We're just being a, a female entrepreneur. Um, the biggest thing that I've dealt with, honestly, is people tend to when you react to something, tend to think that it's out of emotion. So I've I've had to really figure out a way to. Obviously, honestly, you have to be very professional, and um, I'm I'm very laid back when it comes to a lot of things. So it's definitely made me step up, be more professional. So, you know, you can't really say it's an emotional type thing. It's very, it's very frustrating because sometimes you just, you're you, just trying you're to- You're a woman. Yeah, and not even, that, not even that it like bothers me or I'm being emotional, but I'm trying to explain and, you know, be really open and honest with whoever I'm working with, you know? And uh, yeah, I, it is what it is, but that's something that I've had to learn, and I'm really thankful for because it's made me a stronger businesswoman. Right. It's yeah. It's it's. There's been a lot of things, and then of course when you start focusing on yourself and trying to to build something basically out the mud, get it straight out the mud, you start to realize uh, who's really for you. You lose a lot of people along the way, and that's it's it's definitely hard, but. Um, you just got to keep on pushing, keep on going, know that the people that do stay around are meant to be around and just keep focusing on you. You can't, you know, you can't really focus on the fact that, you know, people 
feel some type of way because they see you doing something that they could do. And I'm not that type of person, you know. I'm very much like, let's all do it. We can all do it together. It, there's so much room for everybody to do their thing. But uh, yeah, for real. Some, definitely some things that I've been facing that have been hard for me. And I, I had to really learn and step up to the plate and push through it. Thank you. <laughs> it's bogus, man. I want, I want a shirt. I'm ready to get my dance. I've been waiting for them. Everybody got a shirt but me. This is just, these are just I'm the logo t-shirts. Just the logo t-shirts. I will have all cut and sew 2022. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. I ain't going to do that, man. Give yeah, for free. I'm like, I'm, nah. I'm supporting Honestly, y'all don't have to worry about it. Y'all just, you know, do a little, do some pictures in it. I got y'all. <laughs> oh, that's that's going to come out of back. I'm going to support, you though. Oh, I appreciate y'all. For sure, pay for you. Do it. Thank you. Let's Again, let them know what your Instagram is so they can. And you can follow me, uh, my personal Instagram slash my content creation stylist uh, page is Luna Malone underscore. You can follow that, and then my actual brand page is at Mix Mogul. Please, you know, follow me if you if you feel so inclined to. <laughs> right on. <laughs> and let's get with the shits, man. Ooh, uh, shit. You know, we've been. All right, now, Linda, I'ma warn you. Just give up this claim. This podcast is raw and uncut. <laughs> Alright? So, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, take your sip. Matter of fact, everybody take a sip. Everybody right? take a everybody sip of this highway vodka because right now, yes. I don't think the, everybody's the on the only highway. way. The only way. The real only way. Is on the, I think everybody right now is on the freeway on the feeder road and shit right now. I think everybody need to get on that highway right now. Drink responsibly. No, drink and drive. Fuck it. Nah, nigga, we, we gonna get on that highway. Nah, no, I'm playing. Uber, Uber and drink. Yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but did y'all already take your ship? Yeah, I just oh, took yeah, mine. Well, I'll take, oh, take another one. There we go. To the raw and uncut episode, baby. Right. We finna get with the shits. Yes, we've been gone for two weeks. There's a lot been going on, man. A lot is going on, but I want to start off first with... The sudden passing of DMX, real name Earl Simmons. Oh man, right, you, know, you know, I was talking to Rudy about this. You know, he, this is his favorite artist. I'm gonna let him get his 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 floor on this one. But I'm gonna just say, for me personally, um, it, when I started listening to DMX, it was eighth grade. The first album I heard was his first one. It was Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. I was with that was the first people. one. It was. I promise, I promise you'll look it up. You'll look it up. Because Dark as Hell, Dark came out the second one. I promise you. I promise. Oh, let's get to it first then. <laughs> I promise you that was the first one. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood was, my first, was his first one. No, I just love Dark what Unleashed and... No, the first album is Dark and Hell. No, it's... Uh, it's dark and hell is hot. I promise you. Y'all are both wrong. It's unleashed and un- it's unleashed and unreleased. Was yeah. the first oh, album. well, no. So they were saying, no, no, no that's, that's, his, that's like. First album. His first studio album was Flesh in My Flesh, Blood in My Blood. I promise you. Hold on, hold on. Before y'all say it, you want to put some money on it? How much you want to put? 20. 20. 20. Let's go to Spotify. It's on Spotify. It has the dates right there. Um, I ain't got Spotify. I go to Tidal. See, I got Spotify. Just look up. But see, that's what we both did the same thing, and that's what came. Well, now, at least he, but DMX already said it too. He, he said his first two albums went platinum, and those are the first two albums. Flesh my. See, I was trying to give a nice speech, and then he want to come off and goddamn. It's dark. No, it's it not. No, it's not. I promise you. I promise you it's not. I can go get my brother downstairs right now. Oh, okay. It said, okay, no. The first one, it says. 
It's dark and mm-hmm. hell is hot. No, look at the no, look, no. They both came out in ninety eight. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, so you gotta look at the exact date. No. But it chronologically, it says that one's the Let first one. Watch this. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's what I'm saying. The date was. It just said ninety eight. Don't 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 Wikipedia. Why are you playing around? <laughs> no, what are we doing? We wasted time. <laughs> oh my god, we wasted too much time. You no. If you don't know, if you don't know shit about me. Okay, May twelfth. May twelfth was his album. Right. Okay. May twelfth. Now watch. Now he nervous. Now he nervous. I know this shit. You you sure? I'm positive. Are you sure? I am positive. Fuck. <laughs> right. How they lying? If I don't know shit, I know my music. No. Oh yes. my god. Okay, right. December twenty second. No. Right. It is my birthday. No, Spotify missing a heat. No, we, that best can't. That, 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 no, it's not. Because Spotify. No, nigga, you bet we shook. You give me my twenty. It ain't no. It ain't much about hey, Spotify shit. missing. I know my shit. Yeah, Spotify missing. No, it ain't yeah, no goddamn Spotify. Nigga, right, you should. You'll get it. I told you. You'll get on camera next Friday. Big. I'll take that. Man, but now I want my shit. Nah, bro. I get paid next week. All right, bitch. I'll take that. Yeah, nah. So. You right, I was wrong, but look, both albums was classic. So, uh, I can't even get serious no more, man. God. <laughs> anyway, but nah. So I told this nigga, it was close. It was close enough. That's to seven months apart. This wasn't close. I knew this. This is <laughs> shit you don't forget. His first album. It was in the same year. He's the first and only artist. Spotify had it wrong though. Spotify changed. They they had the dates wrong. That's they fault. Well, exactly. I got my shit for you. You, you follow they bullshit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so it was a sudden, sudden passing. And that was the eighth grade for me. I was, of course, young. Didn't know. But before that, I heard I heard that song, Party Up. You know what I'm saying? From uh-huh. him on the radio. That was the radio song. But it was just so sudden for him to pass like that. I get to my theory later. After, you know what I'm saying, we all have our thoughts about it. But I'm going to let you have the floor. Because I know this this was your favorite guy. This yeah. was one of my favorites, but not my favorite. One thing about X, X was, man, I ain't going to lie. It, it, it fucked me up a lot just because X was, like, it, it was one of the first albums I ever had. I had reasonable doubt, and I had it's dark and hell is hot, and my dad gave me that that project, and my dad was like a huge DMX fan. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, growing up, he was like my standard. So every artist that I've ever looked at, I always tried to find some DMX in them. From C2 to Big Emmy. I had to call Big Emmett and tell him, like, nigga, you, he's the reason why I, I wanted to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the standard. Nobody had that much passion in what they were saying. And, you know, some artists, he was the definition of a one in a million. We will never get another DMX. Ever. You know what I'm saying? He was that special. You know, if you listen to his first album, if you were really a music, you don't even have to be a music head. If you are a human being, you could feel the passion through the speakers. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to Get At Me Dog, records like that, you know what I'm saying? You can feel how special he really was, no matter if you're a fan of hip-hop or not. 
But more importantly, you could feel his soul whenever he would drop a project. Because he, you can tell he's giving you everything he got from Damien to the prayers, things of that nature. Like, DMX was somebody who you admire to be like. In a, in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had a fucked up story, but you can tell, like, his heart was pure all the way around. Nothing was fake. Nothing. Nothing. And when I say that, I'm, I mean that wholeheartedly. Like, I've met, I, I was saying this on my Instagram, it was like, damn, nigga, like, RIP DMX? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not something that you wake up and think about. I met so many artists. I met Drake. I've seen Jay Z perform. I've been in rooms and, and shook hands and had conversations with so many artists. But to be honest with you, the only artist I ever it's two artists that I've ever wanted to meet and actually have a conversation or shake their hand or anything like that. It's Rakim. He was here too last Sunday. I was gone. I wish I would have known. He was at uh fifty fifteen. I wish I would have known. I wasn't here. Yeah, no. I was I was out of town. I was <laughs> but he town. probably would have known this. And the reason why I say Rock Kim is because the eighteenth letter changed my life. The eighteenth letter showed me hip hop in a whole he was doing what Jay Z was doing before Jay Z was doing what he was doing. He changed the way niggas God rap. MC. That's God MC. Still I'm yeah. fuck who's I, I like J. Cole and Kendrick. I love everybody, but nobody is touching that man. Rock him is is him. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my eyes, you can't talk to me about music if you don't know about Rock him. And that's just straight up and down. But the second person was DMX. DMX brought battle in, like, nigga, you can't teach what he did. It's not possible. You can't teach what DMX did because he gave you his heart, his soul. He gave you him. Every project. So when you think about DMX, it's like, God damn. You know, and knowing his story. You know? Like, it's a, it's a sad time for hip-hop. Because in my eyes, and, and I, I, I tell this, this to everybody... You know, everybody talk about Drake and all these individuals, but look, hey, I love Drake, but DMX sold 74 million records. Drake ain't touching DMX, dog. I'm sorry. No, nah, from a lyrical standpoint, he's not touching Album anything. standpoint either. He ain't touching them. Yeah, he got classics. Yeah. DMX Drake. has classics. His first two albums are better than all of Drake's catalog. And I know, but it's not to shit on Drake. Not shit on but I'm trying to show y'all how it how <laughs> I'm I'm saying I'm I'm showing y'all how how powerful powerful DMX was. Mighty. DMX sold 74 million copies when you had to go to the store and nigga. buy these records. Burn CDs, nigga. nigga no, they wasn't, that shit wasn't even oh, yeah, my done bad. yet. My bad. You go to Best Buy. You had to go Sam to Goody. Yeah. Nigga. Like Fuck you had in Houston, you know about Soundwave. Fuck all that streaming shit. You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't no streaming numbers. There wasn't seventy four million. Nigga saved Def Jam. Nigga, he saved it. Like seriously, he really saved them. Like they was please ex save us. Nigga came in and saved them. He gave him his flesh and his blood. 
He gave everybody to to be not just not just them. He gave everybody his flesh and his blood. Come on, man. So when you think of DMX, you got to think of him from a standpoint of like, what did he bring to the game? Like every artist that you look at, you should look at like, what did he bring to the game? If you love hip hop, like y'all say, and if you say love hip hop, can you write the book of hip hop without DMX? Fuck no. Fuck no. Fuck no. It's a lot of niggas you could forget about and don't put them in the book. DMX is chapter one, chapter two. Yeah, but I want you to think, put this in perspective. He had all of his challenging moments and all of the, the shortcomings, and he did that while being a drug addict, while having problems. Come on, dog. 74 million copies while being quote unquote a crackhead. Nigga. Crackhead selling 74. Now, let's just say hypothetically he was a crackhead. He sold 74 million records. No, I mean, it's. it's, it's, it's it's obvious. He, he said it. And you imagine if he was sober. Not, but that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. But at the Come end of the day, dog. nah, but, but look, look, kid. At the end of the day, God gives his toughest challenges to his toughest soldiers. Amen. I watched an interview where DMX said, somebody said, like, well, well what do you think God was when you took that first sniff of coke? That first line. And he said he was right with that with me. That man understood the spirit. He understood God always has a reason for doing the things that he does at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, man, and I was low-key mad about this shit because I felt like these young niggas not going to understand how important this man was. They still on some young nigga shit. DMX was that. DMX was that and more. That man did gospel. Just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? So, with, man, RIP DMX. DMX is what kept me and my father in a good place. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And for that, that's why I say my biggest regret is not being able to see that man or even witness it in person. Because I've had so many opportunities, but I always thought like, damn, it'll be another opportunity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I never got to tell him how much he impacted me and my father's relationship. You know what I'm saying? My father's not here anymore. But... That shit touched me in a, in a way like I ain't gonna lie to you. I low key cried because I was like, God damn, DMX. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We talking about somebody who could be considered the goat. You make it, I mean, you can make a nice little argument for him, but we, you know, we don't got enough time for it. We ain't got no time for it. We'll talk about we at legacy. Yeah. I, I do want to say this too. He, I wasn't around. We wasn't around obviously at that time. But I think we talked about it. Mm-hmm. That you look at Pac, once he passed away out of nowhere with getting shot, it was, you know what I'm saying, there was a, DMX came along, and it's like, damn, he reminds you so much of Pac. I didn't think of it until we talked about it. Yeah. like, damn, he was kind of like Pac a little bit, but just more, a more, I don't want to say real, but, I mean, he was a more, more, Honest Transparent. guy. Transparent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Tupac, you know, was in the streets, not in the streets. He's a gangster, not a gangster. They're like, damn, nigga, which one yeah, are you? X, X was that. X was and that. More. You know what I'm saying? So, 
X was like that 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 next guy. And then it was a point. He was the best at a at a no, point. That nigga was the best for a good two three years. You know what I'm saying? So like, you don't you don't go platinum twice in one year. That does not happen. Nah. And then I want to put this in perspective for y'all, and y'all let me know if I'm tripping or not. Nobody played with DMX. You ain't never hear nobody diss DMX. No, nobody did that. He gonna get his dogs on. They you. went off. They they went at Nas. They went at Jay Z. LL. Every artist that you say is the best. They went at him. LL Cool J. Nobody played with DMX. No. But I think that kind of goes in with the transparency of how he, you know, carried himself. How he. It ain't. It, it ain't just that. It's how. Some people you just don't touch. Some people you just know not to fuck with. <laughs> He was one of them, if not the only one that people just did not fuck with. Because they could feel it. They could he gonna dissect it. you from every which way, man. Him and Jay Z battled. We still can't see that goddamn uh, tape, and it's out there. It's it's on camera. Yeah, we would never see that. We would never see that. I think that's yeah. I think that's a reason why we won't. I'm telling you. <laughs> Because DMX is one of them where you leave him alone. Mm-hmm. You don't fuck with him. Leave that man alone. And then, too, it's like, why would you? Like, why would I even... It's like trying to say, I'm going to start beef with Cole and Kendrick now. Like, why would you even try to... Nah, but you'll play with them. Because you can. You can't play with DMX. Even at his worst, you're not going to play with DMX. Nah, I ain't going to... Rest in peace to that man, man. I pray that, that, that his family... Is 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 consoled by angels, and I just pray for shoot the whole world because I feel like the whole world was affected by this, whether you respected it or understood it or not. But DMX was one of, if not, he was one of them, and he's gonna be greatly missed. And yeah, yeah. What did it say he passed by? Was it? Overdose or yeah, they say it was overdose. It was technically a heart attack, but they say the overdose caused the heart attack. I well, Rudy know this about me, and Money knows about me. Um, me personally, I of course I see things on the news and I hear and I like, hmm, okay, right. and I like to dissect shit and like to you know look at different things. Um, I don't think it was that. Just me personally, because I was thinking about that all week. I was like, ah, I want to say this for Friday. Because I don't think it was the the cause like they say. Yeah, they go to autopsy and say what it is. They could tell us. They could tell us whatever they want us to tell us. I don't think it was that. When I look at videos and him looking healthy on on the internet, he did drink champs. It was yeah. it was cool. To me personally, I don't think it was that. I would lean towards most say, hey, vaccine maybe. Only reason because now. They can't come out and say, hey, it's the vaccine. Why? Because now you got a lot of people right now that's, you know, people took it already. Mm-hmm. And then you got a lot of people that's still on the fence like, ah, I don't know about it. I don't trust it. So let's just say hypothetically, it was the vaccine. That was the real cause. And they came out and said it. Now, people are going to be like, oh, hell. If DMX, that's an influencer, that's a celebrity. What is a celebrity? An influencer. They influence people. Mm-hmm. And if their favorite artist... Said, hey, your favorite artist, your favorite celebrity died from this, the vaccine that they say is good for you to take. 
Oh, I'm not taking it. They just lost a million people not even going to take it no more because that's the autopsy and it shows that's the real reason. Now, it's like the same shit people said about Marvin Hagler. Legendary boxer, one of the greatest middleweights of all time. His wife came out and said, hey, this isn't the reason why he passed. It was COVID. But they came out and, and stopped him and made her say, like, hey, this ain't the, this wasn't the reason. I apologize for speaking out of term, yada, yada. So now it's a backtrack. So it's like, okay. Uh, everybody's looking like me like, hey, DMX look healthy. I don't think it was. He looks better than he, he ever did in ever my did. We see the reverse. Yeah, I mean, and mainly because he had weight on him. His whole career, we always looked at him as he's always skinny. You knew when he was on on drugs. Yeah. You knew when 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 DMX was was strong at. Yeah. I didn't quite see that with him, especially on the drink champs. I didn't see drugs. Like, I oh, this that. nigga fucked up. And you know not, what I'm saying? And not, and I'm not saying it's a fish. I, I believe that's what it is, but it's just for my thought. It's like, hmm, this don't look right. I don't think it was the drugs. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to put it out there and say, like, hey, it wasn't drugs. It was vaccine. No. Still, if you want to go take the vaccine, take it. I'm not telling you not to take it, but we could, we just know how that shit works. And it's like, damn. Why all these fucking celebrities got died overdose? It's always they got a point. I think it was just time. convenient knowing his history. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. It was. It was a, a convenient out for them. I won't, I won't say either or just because I don't want to be that person. I'll be that person. In this situation. Because you never know. But at the same time, I do see your... I, it could have been, been that. But you know it's what just me looking like, hmm, It could have been on. either one. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's a sad situation. I, I yeah, never thought I'd be saying RIP DMX, especially at this time. Like, that's. How old was he? 50. Right at 50. Still you know what I'm saying? His life. Still. So, you know, we just got to take better care. Well, let me ask y'all a question, just hypothetically. Where do y'all place DMX? In 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 the greats category, you want to touch that one? Y'all go ahead. So y'all can start. <laughs> um, you know, I would say I'm more of a music novice than a, a true connoisseur. I I like music, but I I would I don't think I'm uh me trying to rate it is you know even in the ballpark. But he definitely up there with the greats. Like he, I I wouldn't be able to. Chronologically, put them in order. I wouldn't. You would. You had to give us names of rappers and just do it like that because there's so many artists to be like. You gotta give us names. Okay. Let, okay. Let me, let me do it like this. Is DMX better than Andre 3000? Yeah, because he got the solo albums and yeah, I take him over. Is DMX better than Eminem? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. DMX inspired Eminem. Well, yeah. 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 In the sense. Yeah, is DMX better than Nas? To me, yeah. To me. Because I heard more. Of course, Illmatic, cool. Great, classic. Just me personally, I'm more of a fan of DMX than Nas. Nas one of the greatest lyricists of all time. But DMX, to me, if I'm looking at straight-up catalog overall, I think DMX is more impactful to the, to their fan, to the fan base, to the masses. Hell, his concert was better, obviously. I like some. I like a little bit of crunk music, you know what I'm saying. I like a little bit. I like somebody to get crunk on a song, and I can, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, turn you So yeah, I'm gonna say DMX versus Jay. <sighs> I got Jay Z. 
Okay. Jay Z. You say DMX versus Jay. What are you speaking of? Like their. Which one do you do you rank like high? A, oh, Jay Z. You rank Jay Z high? Yeah. Okay. Jay, on a on a rank of all time. On rank. Jay Z number one. Okay. DMX against Biggie. Oh, I love Biggie, dog. Now I was thinking about this when you was talking. That que- that more that question is more so of you know what's funny because. It's almost similar because they both of they they first two albums was all time classics. Yeah. So that's a more of a question: who had the better who had the better first two albums? Yeah. That's really the main question. More so, who had the better catalog? Because obviously DMX lived longer. We don't know what DMX will be could have done. Because it's funny because let's say God thank God it didn't. Let's say if DMX stopped after Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Now we're looking at him in the biggie light. Damn, if DMX would have won more than two albums, he would have list. He would have been the greatest of all time because his trajectory. But all, was I'm gonna I'm tell you one thing about Flesh and My Flesh and Blood and My Blood. I love that. Album. All of those songs. What was the hit record on that album? Slipping. Um, Blackout wasn't a hit, but that was that's one of my favorite songs. Um, I gotta look at the catalog, but Slipping was was one. I feel uh, like that album was used to be my dog. You was in my left titty. Yeah. You know, I'm with, with Jada Kiss and shit, yeah. yeah. And then you had, um, I felt like that album was good, but I don't think it was as good as people were making this thing. I think that it was just riding the wave of it's dark and hell. Well, you know, for me, I thought that was his first album. No, I'm with you. So I'm looking at that album like, ain't no way you're gonna stop my flow. Ain't no way you're gonna stop my The niggas is about to blow. Oh, 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 no. Ain't no way you're gonna yeah. stop my shine. Ain't no way you're gonna stop my grind. You niggas might be out so mad. I don't know. I like that nigga like, what the fuck is you niggas pressing me for? Yeah, I'm out Yeah, nah. That's a motherfucking. But versus life after death. Come on, flesh my flesh versus life after death. That's the one with, uh. I'm going, going. Okay, back to Cali. That album. I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm gonna say. Oh shit. I'm gonna say Biggie's first two albums was better than DMX's first two. Okay. I'm gonna so say that. Answer say that. that question. Now we got Pac. You <laughs> said something. Now we just we just talked about Pac. Me personally. <laughs> oh shit. We nah, talking no. musically. We're talking musically. Now before you like, answer. No, before you answer that question. They are very, very similar. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. They, if they had a collab a album, one. that would be the greatest collab album of all time. If they had a joint album, it would be ridiculous. That's tough. That's the, ah shit. Tupac I think. Dimension. I think. Pac, Pac's impact. I'm not even gonna touch that. One. I'm you know what? Okay, this is the I'm thing. I'll touch it. it. I'll touch it. This is what I'm going to say. I don't want to do it. When you think of hip hop, the first thing you, people think of is Tupac. That's like, it, it's, it's held on that standard. The aura of Pac. The way everything happened. Hell, a lot of us in our generation didn't even see Pac like that. He passed when a lot of us was three, four years old. Yeah. So it's the aura of, of Pac. We're like, damn. Like It's like when women hang up the picture of Man Monroe. But, but, but X was a better rapper. X is a better rapper than... Now you got to break it down. X is a better, a rapper, better rapper. Who had more classic albums? It had better records, if you ask me. You could, I, you could put Slippin' up against a Dear Mama. 
He had the prayer, Damien. I think Tupac is just a generic answer. It's a generic, like yeah, me like personally. I would say to. I would put. I gotta put DMX. Oh, and this, and it might be because of my 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 generation, but I have to put DMX over Tupac because I didn't live to see Pac's impact. Hey, as far as like just live and in living color when he died, but I know that DMX had the same records, but was better. Pac and DMX versus would have been legendary. That shit would have been legendary. It, it wasn't going to be, if Pac was alive, that was not going to be Snoop. It was going to be DMX versus Pac. And I get it, Battle of the Dogs. And Pac just it. had that personality. Pac had that, he was a fucking revolutionary. He was a better actor. Yeah. You know. Nah. Oh, come on. Now. X had. X was good too, but come on. X Pac, had bro. Cradle to the Grave. Pac, bruh. Come on, Juice. No, the acting you got. That's yeah, a real. Come get, on, don't do it. Don't do it. Give Pac his roses, bro. Not to not to take away from. Yeah, you know. All right, we're gonna leave this this argument alone because I don't want no smoke. So now coming from. Okay, so where where do you have him? Because it's not you got me your top three. I got him my top five. I got him my top five. I mean that's fair. That's fair. Top five. After you ask Jay Z, he'll be like, "Yeah, the best. He top five. He tough up. Then Jay Jay's probably he'll probably say himself, Biggie. Jay ain't wanna fuck with the X. Man, leave that nigga alone. Drake leave a, that nigga alone. Drake or DMX? DMX. Who you got? You? I'm gonna go with DMX. Okay, good, good. I was gonna say, come on, champagne no. pop. No, you know, you know oh, really no. I you know the only reason why I can't give it to to Drake is because you make a lot of young niggas mad, boy. Nah, the only reason why I can't give it to Drake and Drake is family, but. Drake doesn't have the transparency. He doesn't have the passion. Nah, he don't. It's all that X gave. X gave everything. His heart. And X lyrically? Come on, nah, that's not even close. And one thing I'll say about X is all his music was him. It felt like him. Some with with Drake, he uh, sometimes I don't feel like him. How, yeah, he, he definitely gets inspiration from different artists and tweaks it and makes it his, his own so it doesn't X feel is, authentic. X is X. X so, is yeah, X. Yeah, I'm a... I'm a my yeah. grandma used to sing, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. That's how you know it's Come good. on, bro. My grandma. My grandma was 80 years old singing that song. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, man. And I don't really hear grandma singing Hotline Bling. No. We gonna be the we gonna be like yeah. the grandma I'm talking about live as it's going on. My grandma was singing that song. Yeah. So yeah, nah, I, I gotta give it to DMX. That means you got DMX. Where at? Top huh? five. You got me in the top five. Yeah, top five. Where I gotta sit back and think on this shit. He's he's probably damn. Probably three or four though. Probably three or four. Three or four? Yeah, three or four. Okay. Because Jay is for show number one. Okay. I give you that. I give you that. That's fair. That's fair. Now, moving on to uh, another topic that's... Um, moving on to the highway... Yeah, make sure y'all follow them on Instagram. The fucking highway. Shout out Cody. Shout out Christian. Ain't nothing better than black love, man. Shout out 
know what I'm saying? I got me and my girl got to get our shit together. Y'all motivate but Y'all got y'all shit together. We do. But we need to do some business together. So yeah, moving, really moving on to this topic. Yeah, we damn near done with this motherfucker. I, I told I said we're gonna be done with this shit. I can't even take the motherfucker. That goes to show how good it is, how smooth the taste is just. Yeah. Let's let's give let's give level. a break. I want this show first time tasting highway vodka, correct? Yes. So how how does it taste to you, first impression? First impression, it's really smooth, it's nice, it's it's got a little bit of delicacy to it, as where usually vodka is very like hard, abrasive. Like as soon as you take a shot, you making the shot face. This was just so smooth, so nice. And I'm not just saying that. I really just tried it just to try it. Like, it's amazing. I'm, I want a bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going we, we gonna, <laughs> to. I, I want a bottle. They're going to they okay. do it for sure. Yes, for sure. And this is Rudy's first time because he wasn't here last time when they was here. Yeah, this shit first hard. impression. This shit hard. This, I, I ain't drinking nothing else. And I don't really drink vodka like that. I need a case, Christian. I need a fucking case. We're going to need a case. So, yeah, I'm going to baby. Straight up. But another... I ain't trying to see nothing else but this and loyalty. Hello. <laughs> so I do I do want to talk about this subject because it's been on my mind too. With, um, Support my people. For sure. Um, the... Another killing in um, Minneapolis. This time on the outskirts of it with uh, Dante Wright. And you will kind of think... That, especially in that city, that with everything that's going on with this trial, you would think, and I went on last episode and I talked about it, and it's like, I don't want to repeat myself, because we all know the circumstances, we know how big the trial is, and the verdict's going to, they're going to have their verdict by like next week, and me personally, my shit, I'm going to be like, holy shit, the day of the verdict, I'm like, god damn, fuck, like we... I don't have high hopes, because I know how this country works, but it's like, fuck. Y'all know how this shit about to go. You know what Cautiously I'm saying? Cautiously optimistic. But it's like shit. Ain't no optimistic. Y'all know what the fuck it is. Cautiously optimistic. Man, look, y'all know what the fuck it is. Y'all know what they plan is. Y'all know. Y'all know exactly what it is. It ain't no. It's, it's not a secret of exactly what's about to happen. It's about to rile us up, make us think that it's gonna be something that's gonna change and what's gonna happen. This motherfucker gonna get off sky free or with a fucking manslaughter, just yeah, like the they lady. Come on, dog. Oh, we, we, well, we talking about Dave Chauvin at first. This what we oh, talking about. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm talking about with the George Floyd situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all know, y'all know what's about to happen. Don't be surprised when y'all look on Tuesday. So, what will your reaction if it do happen? I'm not surprised. What? No, about like, what, what reaction if they say guilty? What more can we do? What more if they say guilty? If they say he's guilty, yeah, like he gets I'll be relieved. I feel like we making some kind of progress. Yeah. But I, I just want to. Bring this point up because I watched uh, Young Blue had made a post the other day saying about you know uh, ARL from Philly. He he just got uh, put in jail for um, basically they trying to get him for a RICO. And they got him for forty five years God for damn selling it. drugs. So they got him for forty years. It's a twenty sixty six. God Right, right. So. Think about this. For selling drugs, you get 40 years. But if you're a cop and you kill a black man, you may go home. That makes no flipping sense. <laughs> Innocent black man or black woman. Dante. Anyone black, you're going home. So really, to be a cop, it's a license to kill anybody at any time. It's really a, it's a, a legal game. 
To be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's always been that, that way. That's why, you know, they created the Crips and the Bloods and things of that nature. Different organizations to police our neighborhoods from these other gangs. My problem is just is that in general. It happens over and over and over and over and over. When I don't think it'll ever stop, ever stop. And I'm, and I'm being very, um, I'm hopeful, but I'm being realistic at the end of the day. True. The police don't give a fuck. The world don't give a fuck. And you gotta say why they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck because it matches their agenda. You don't understand. You having the skin color that you have and the ment- mentality that you have, that's the most dangerous thing you can ever have. A smart nigga? You already look intimidating. Your color is intimidating. Y'all know me, man. I'm a fucking teddy bear. But if I walk up on somebody or a cop or something like that, off the rip, they're going to feel like I'm about to do something. Nope. I'm telling you this because I've been through it. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you just got to think about the trauma that you have when the police, when you even see lights and they might not even be uh, pulling you over. You just see the car. You don't even see no lights. Like, I automatically get anxiety. So I'm we, like, oh, yeah. shit. So when you, say you, when you say you had experience, what you had like a, what, what experience you had? Which one? <laughs> talk, talk about the most traumatic one. Most traumatic experience. Um, I never forget who was at Spire. This is back in my when I was out every fucking weekend. When he was a velvet teddy bear. You in full effect. When he was sugar <laughs> night, no bullshit. <laughs> I never get who was at Spire nightclub, and it was me, Nemo, and um, one of my other home. I don't, I don't even think it was another homeboy. I think it was just me and Nemo. We was there for a concert. And we're with the people who are throwing the concert. You know what I'm saying? And my job as an A&R is, you know, you got to connect, shake hands, the whole nine. So we're there, and uh, we're on the stage. I never have a problem getting on the stage at that point, for sure. So. I, I had no problem getting on the stage. So I got on the stage that day, and we sit here waiting for whoever to come in. We damn near probably like an hour early before everything's supposed to happen. Police officer gets on stage. Hey, y'all need y'all to stage. It's like, hey, we're with the people who are throwing the, 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 the event. Y'all need y'all to stage. But he's talking to Nemo. Black cop, boy cop. Black cop. Black cop, brother. I hate Let me get to that shit later. Black cop. So as we're on the, cop, on, on, on the uh, stage, I see him going after Nemo. So in my, anybody I'm with, regardless, I'm... Full, you know what I'm saying? Full speed. So I'm like, hey, why you pushing him? So he started pushing me. He's like, y'all need to go. So then I could tell he started trying to go for his gun. So I'm like, all right. I put my hands up. Like, all right, we'll go. So I go toward the back. If you ever been to Spire, it's like a. It's a church, really. It's an old church. But in the back, it's like a back door you go through. So he pushed me toward the back. I go in the back. Some stairs down there. He damn near threw me down the stairs. So I didn't fall. I landed on the door or whatever, but he pulls out his taser. Oh, I'm like, man. You at the door at that point. Right. You feel me? I'm like, for what? 
Oh, y'all think your child can do whatever the fuck y'all want to. Da, 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 da. So he pushed me outside or whatever. So I'm like, man, shit, just don't shoot me. You know what I'm saying? And he tried to shoot me. So he came next to me, hit me with the fucking table. So at that point, I'm like, man, shit, go ahead and do what you got to do. At that point, you know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of other shit happened. But first of all, it was a black cop. Selling, boy, I'll tell you about them black cops. Second of all, I wasn't doing shit. We weren't doing shit. We were waiting for... We were doing our job. Yeah. What harm he thought y'all was going to do in the, in the stage? And I'm not going to let nobody put their hands on nobody in week. Has the event even started yet? No. Early. People not even there. People are there, but ain't nobody on stage. It's just us. Yeah. We doing our job. That's Crazy. I tell you another story. When it was at TSU, I never forget this shit. It was this one black cop. When I used to, not at TSU, but I used to drive from my. This one I stayed at my mom's house. I used to drive from my mom's house to, to TSU every day. So I got on the road or whatever, going down Scott. He used to wait for me every day. He waited for me that one day, gave me a ticket for a no seatbelt. Had my seatbelt on, but he still gave me the ticket. Cool. Kept the push. The exact nigga that I had a final at TSU. That nigga waited for me at the. I knew and I seen his ass. I was like, man, this nigga over here waiting on me. Clicked them goddamn lights. And I said, man, I got a final. I'm late to my final because of you. So he's like, do you. Man, he don't even ask me shit. He's just coming. I said, man, what's going on there? <laughs> I literally told him, what, what's up? Because I'm tired. You know when you get to the point where you're like, man, bro, what? What? Do whatever you fuck you going to do yeah. at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What did you pull me over for? No seatbelt. I have my seatbelt on. What are you talking about? Yeah. You just harassing me at this point. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I know people who've gone through ten times worse shit than that, but just the fact that yeah, it's an agenda... Work. The point is the agenda is to make you less than who you are. You are powerful in your own being, just being who the fuck you are. They have to stop you from being who you going to be. Because yeah. that's what scares them. Man. That's what scares them. So don't think for a second. Like this George Floyd shit about to happen. They want you to do exactly what you about to do. I think really and truly they do this shit on purpose. Oh, for sure. It's a it's a matter. It's a, a control factor. It's not even that. I want you to tear your shit up so I can rebuild it for me. Cause they know we gonna go with our own shit up. Oh. Yeah. Don't get this shit fucked up, dog. Do not get this shit. It could be either, either, any one of us. You could be getting that phone call. Hey, damn, that boy rude. Da, da, da. Yeah. Don't get it fucked up. This, 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 uh, this situation in, in Minneapolis again. Dante Wright. What, what is it? How can you even explain that she said that she thought she grabbed a gun? I mean, her, her taser, taser man, my but nigga, I've, gra- I've held both. Taser light as hell. <laughs> I 
Are you fucking shit? And, no and the bitch no is yellow. There's no way. Come on. You keep your tens on the weak side. Yeah. My nigga. Are we serious? And she had the gun out the whole time. And then the black dude. So, but my nigga, you charge her with manslaughter? You spitting in my Same face now. You not going to piss on me and tell me it's rain. And then the black cop that arrested him, he's just doing his regular job. Just doing what you got to do. All right, sir, blah, blah, blah. Dog, the reaction he had when she shot, he's like, what the... You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what, what's going on? Like, why'd you do it? Then they was, then she was training somebody else. I don't know if it was him or somebody else in the car. It's like, but see, that goes to show you this is not her first rodeo. You are huh. a cop that has been in the in the uh, you know in your job for a minute. You you know what to do. So there's no excuse, honestly. And the situation was good. Like Dante, he was just sitting there, like, all right, cool, it's whatever. Soon she he seen her come. It's like, oh shit, let me get in this car because. He I got see that. Scared. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Rightfully like, so. Like, why are you trying to make the situation at that worse? Point, they were just trying to pull him back out the car. Nobody had a weapon out, and then no. she decided to pull a weapon. Like, they were good. They wouldn't. They're just gonna pull him out the car. They know what they're doing at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, like I said, I'm, I'm on this. This is the time I'm like on the fence because finally, like I said last show, I said, man, this is our biggest trial we have in our lifetime, in my mama's lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is huge because dog the reaper the the outcomes on both sides could be monumental. You know what I'm saying? Let's say they say guilty. We like, yes, fine, thank you know what I'm saying, we good. Thirty years, twenty years, cause the other cops that was involved, they they in August, their trial. So we're like, okay, watching this whole thing is like, look, there ain't no fucking way he should be, you know what I'm saying, not you know, he's guilty for and sure. If I, a, if I was a bid man, I'd bid they not not guilty. And two, because I'm looking at this trial and look at this judge. The judge is really on his side. It's not, up to, it's not to him though. It's it don't matter. If, if you got the judge in pocket, I guarantee you got the jury in pocket. Well, the thing about the jury, this is this is what gives some hope. I don't know who who was the jurors on like the other people, like right. Mike Browns and everybody else. But I think for this one, the good thing is there's a, it's a lot of women that's on this one. That's one because they do. I don't mean shit. White women would be to, the worst. No, no, to a point. To yeah. a point when they're in a when they're millennials and they're on jury stand, it's like okay, they do have somewhat. Cause they have a, they have an article that's out and it was like seven women on trial on, on the jury stand, and um, of course mixed with black and white, but they have a they have a different outlook on things than if it was seven white men. Yeah. Now it's yeah, a whole other ball game, right. so that's the the plus on it. So we're looking at that's like okay, cool. Then the defense didn't really have nothing. The prosecution, we we have to be like, look, they had they they gave their A game plus ten, like they 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 did their shit. So for me, it's like, okay, they say guilty, we finally got what we wanted, but they say not guilty, like what everybody thinking is like PTSD, like a motherfucker, like yeah. you're gonna be like you're gonna be stressed. I'm gonna be stressed that day. I'm like, man, I don't think I wanna watch that mug. I get nervous watching Netflix. Child doc, cop, crime documentaries. I'm like, God. and I ain't, I ain't even watched none of this shit. Excuse me, let me use the restroom real quick. Well, you good? So it, that's just, that's just my thing for me. It's like I could see where I'm on, I'm on the fence, man. I don't want to sit here and say, man, like this is officially they're gonna say guilty this time. Hip hip break. I ain't gonna lie to you. They say guilty. Hey, we taking shots, nigga. What's up? We drinking tonight, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we, we finally, we finally got something. We relieved. It still ain't what we wanted though. It's been a long time. It still ain't what we wanted. It's secondary manslaughter. 
You know what I mean? So that's how I look at it. It's still no, nah, but we can't settle for all right, y'all giving us at least y'all giving us something. Nah. If it was a black man, if this is a whole different situation, if it wasn't a cop the child wouldn't even be going this long. What the fuck is we talking about? But this what happens when it do say they do say no. I'm gonna I'm gonna say when. I ain't gonna say ill. I'm gonna just say when they say guilty. What's gonna happen is now you putting the pressure on these cops. Forty. Let me, I, I know that's what I'm gonna say. This on a side note. Forty five mass shootings this in the month of April, and this this month I ain't even done. You put the. Why pressure, they shoot them motherfuckers? You know how that shit go. No, ain't no, nah. See, that's the thing, bro. Like, we gotta stop this shit. The mass shooters, they gonna shoot. We gotta stop this shit. But you know who's doing the mass shooting? We gotta stop this shit. Tell them white motherfuckers. That shit's not acceptable. Tell them white motherfuckers. We talking about unarmed black men, unarmed black women, unarmed minorities, and you're killing them for no reason. No reason. But these motherfuckers are shooting up churches, shooting up businesses, shooting up schools. You don't get them one bullet. You stop and get them motherfuckers McDonald's and shit. Yo, I. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Makes no fucking sense. I'm with you. So what happened? It almost feels like it's an agenda. That is an agenda. But that's what I'm going to say, though. It I almost do. feels like you're sending these motherfuckers out here to do this shit. But the thing is, too, let's say Derek Chauvin's guilty. Now what happens? You put the pressure on cops that's moving and how they want to move. It's like, damn. If I shoot this person now, we just seen what happened on a lot with national TV that Derek Chauvin is getting 30, 40 years. Because they, they keep doing it because they're not getting caught. They're not getting convicted. They're going to keep pushing that button, pushing that button until something happens. So if consistently cops start getting in, in jail and get convicted, they're going to stop their shit. You know what I'm saying? Because now everybody want to ask for police reform. We could've, they could have been asking this shit a long time ago. They did. they did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it took, it really took COVID and it took George Floyd dying on live TV to open up a lot of people's minds that's outside the black race and that actually care for the black community. It took that It took that much? It took that to do it? You know what I'm saying? And it sucks because people ask, like, Man, why this trial so long, yada, yada? Because the prosecution got to put up a perfect ass. It sucks, but we got to put up a perfect ass reasoning to why you got to convict the cop. You got to have a month-long trial on TV. You got to do everything. Look, he ain't do nothing. You got to show evidence. Everything got to be crisp. Clear like, hey, we ain't do shit. That's the sad part. But until they start convicting cops consistently, that's when the man stop. for every motherfucker to sit here and say that he didn't die because the cop put his knee on his neck. Let me put my knee on your neck. Nine minutes. For nine minutes. Let me put my big ass knee on your neck. Come on, dog. Let's see how you survive. Come on, dog. They ain't try to say cover my knife side and then. Drug man, suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? Let like, me put my knee on your neck. Like, come on, dog. Like that, but you gotta have a perfect ass reasoning to convict. The, like that's what it is. And like I said, t- until until they start getting consistently convicted, just going So it's, it's going to start with this one. They gotta start somewhere. They to, gotta they gotta hold them accountable. It's too late for, for this shit. I'm just letting y'all know now. I'm just keeping it real. I'm a realist. Through and through, and I try to keep my emotions. I'm trying, I'm practicing on keeping my emotions out of situations. I'm anticipating a not guilty verdict. Just keeping it real with y'all because I feel like it's going to be some bullshit. It's going to be some bullshit regardless. And I feel like nothing's going to change. Ain't shit going to change until motherfuckers pick up their net bag and show them what's up. And I'm going to leave that to your imagination.
I think it's beyond that. I think, I think if we come at it in a different way, they're expecting us to come at it with such a amount of force, though. I'm sorry, man. No, you just think about this shit. All these gangs out here, all these niggas is talking about killing niggas and doing all this shit. We can't get George Zimmerman. I heard Boosie hit that nigga at least. Outside the store. I mean, I, I, I believe that, that was a start. Yeah. I want y'all to really put that in perspective. You got Pooh Shice talking all this big shit. But that, that's, you got that's Gucci counter, Man, all these niggas over here talking about all this shit. That's kind of productive. We got niggas on Instagram. What? Exactly. That's the issue. They're talking about killing each other. Amen. A nigga tell a nigga I'll kill you in a minute. But when it comes to these niggas is out here killing niggas for real, for real, y'all don't wanna do shit. Y'all wanna talk. Fuck that nigga. Do that nigga like y'all talking about doing each other. Bitch. Nah, for real. That shit gets tiring. It's sick it's it's, it's it's aggravating as fuck because we so quick to kill each other, but when the motherfuckers trying to hurt us as a culture, as a being, y'all don't want to do shit. Y'all just want to sit there, man, man, the game fucked up. Keep that same energy. Not read between the lines, stupid. I see what y'all are saying, but to effectively change and really make a change and get what we deserve, we have to go about this politically. Like, if we go... If We've we, been doing it, though. But we got to keep... That needs to be the focus. Not, you know, not trying to... Linda, we've been doing that. Martin Luther King did that. Rosa keep, Parks did that. We gotta that. keep that. We gotta keep putting the foot on, our foot on the gas. We can't how, let Tupac up. did that. But Linda, I'm gonna ask you this, though. How long can we kumbaya and have these speeches and protests and posts and have signs? Stop killing us. Stop being a coward. It's gonna get to a point like... I'm pretty no. like this. If they say Derek Chauvin... Okay, did you see Chicago today when the Mexican 13-year-old boy got killed and they had this whole, the yes. Mexicans is riding out? Yes. I'm going to tell you something right now. If Derek Chauvin is not guilty, what you seen last year during COVID, all the protests every day and worldwide, that ain't going to be shit compared to what you're going to see that verdict day if but they see, say not guilty. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying we protest. Yeah, you ready. We focus on the on the the laws, the bills, and go about it We that can way. do that. Linda, we can do this shit all day. That's how we effectively change. But that's what we've been doing. That's what needs to be the focus. Not everybody's focused on that's that. That's what's been focused on, baby girl. And that's the truth. The laws are put in place. The laws are put in place. And all and when we talk about uh, uh, the bills and things, we talking about motherfuckers that we got that, that sold dope back in the day and the weed is legal now and they doing still life. That's what these laws... That's being changed right now. As far as the murder law, it's straight by the book. Nigga, if you kill somebody, you go to jail. It's simple. It's that simple. But a motherfucker that go to that that sell dope get forty years. But a cop that kill a black man or anybody that's a minority, you get nothing. What are we talking about? Ain't they, they the only law that need to be changed is morality. Morality wise, nigga, you should know if you kill an innocent person in general, it don't matter if it's black, white, Mexican, yellow, brown. We have to hold these people accountable, but there's a way to go about it where we don't become those same people that we're trying to fight. You get what I'm saying? We don't. You don't. No, I get what you're saying. No, when I when I say when I say that, yeah, I'm not saying like nigga, hey, everybody go kill motherfucker. (laughs) I'm saying we us as people look in the mirror. 
we sitting here killing each other. Like Houston right now is a fucking oh my god. It's a bloodbath. Niggas is killing yeah. each other left and right for That's no fucking reason at all. But you you rather kill each other, but you got George Zimmerman that, that killed one of us. He living right now, and that nigga's living a great life. He's still a, sitting, he's writing autographs. Oh hell no. Oh. Oh yeah. Because yeah. in their eyes, in the white supremacy's eyes, they look at him as a god. They yeah. like, oh my god, he's on Michael Jordan. Man, the dude the, the fucking the nigga that killed I don't know what his name was, but the dude that killed all them people in the church and stuff like that, man, these people was putting money toward oh, his lawyer. Ruth or something? Yeah. What? Some sorry ass name. Dylan, Dylan. They putting money Dylan. toward his lawyer. <laughs> Who the fuck is named Dylan now? Do y'all not understand that? Dylan Roof. They're putting money toward his lawyer. See, I didn't know that. I see now. I see why you're saying what you're saying. Keep that same energy. Stop doing. Stop doing your own like that, man. Do these. I'm not telling you to go out there and kill people, but I'm just saying, like, why are we killing each other? Why is Houston so on fire right now? I say this to back up what he's saying. I would say, and not even Houston. I'm just saying the world. I'm sorry. I'm using Houston as an example because it don't make no fucking sense that y'all niggas killing each other. Don't put your energy towards us. Take that same mad energy and put it towards the other people that don't care about us. I see. I don't feel put that. it towards us. I feel that. Who cares if he stepped on your shoe in the club? Who cares if he? Who gives a fuck that nigga owe you five thousand dollars? Nigga owe you five thousand dollars. Kiss his ass. Whip his ass on on the back end. No. Who cares? We fucked your bitch two nights ago. Hey, that don't matter. Matter. if you kill him, you still not gonna get the money. Exactly. And if you kill him, it don't matter. Your you proving the point to who? And the girl still <laughs> fucked him. So what? Take that same energy from here <laughs> and put it right here. Where it matters. Where it matters. Because you, because yeah. the problem, what I'm, what niggas not understand, you're doing their job, job for them. Yeah. The dumbass. And I'm just like, it's just, it's, 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 it's. it's it's sickening because it's like you don't see that it's an excuse for everything. No, man, he did that. Who gives a fuck? Whip, who else? Y'all niggas don't box no more? Niggas can't fight? Hello. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Niggas can't fight no more? No, you know why? They really can't fight. That's why they quick to grab a gun. They don't want to lose. But look, that's how you, that's how you, look. Man, let's that's how you get your nut bag, Thank man. Thank you. Yes, you gotta look. <laughs> nigga, I took my L for my boy Cassius in sixth grade, nigga. We slap box, nigga. <laughs> Dog, we slap box. We was homies. But everybody wanted to see me and him slap box. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I don't wanna, I wanna fight my homie. Dog, I don't wanna do it. You know, I could have easily did something and got a BB gun in, in sixth grade, but I said, you know what? No, that's my homie. That nigga beat the fuck out of me. But guess what? We still homies to this day. Yeah. Shout out to my nigga Cassius. Yo, who cares? Respect. I was sixth grade. And it's respect 15 years ago. You. you you, despite how you was feeling, you still hopped out there. Man, no. I, hey, nigga took L's. I take L's, but I ain't tripping. Nigga, you get wins is when you take L's. Yeah. Nigga, my head hit the stall when he slapped me one time. I said, God damn, man, look, moose, God. Hey, he like you good, boss? Yeah. Niggas is scared to take no. ass whoopings now. Stop being scared of taking the ass whooping. It's alright. No. Yeah, nigga, yeah. fuck it. And they gonna have more respect for you if you take that ass whooping tonight. To be honest with you, nigga, taking the ass whooping. I seen a video about uh, some niggas in Fifth Ward. Nigga punched on his ass. He gonna pull out a gun and shoot him. Like that was weak as hell. I'm just saying, like, bro. No, it's not even that, bro. Like, nigga, y'all boxing. What are you putting out a gun for? I'm gonna tell you what it is, though, Rudy. A lot, of, a lot of factors is too is is no real father figure in their life too as well. 
That plays a huge part to that no shit. No father figure and an excess amount of pride. Yeah. And then social media. Social media. They, they feel like if you get knocked out, it's over with. It's done. Your life, yo. Man. Come so on, cold man. Friday. Man, you win bye. some, you lose some, but you live to fight another no day. No bullshit. <laughs> man, let's get on to some more. Let's get some entertainment. Thank you for touching on it. I think it's really important that we keep bringing this to light and touching on it and keeping it in pe- the forefront of people's minds. Ooh. I really oh, appreciate yeah. that. That's that was the black side of her. Hey. Hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> but still, seriously. I'm joking. Now, nah, that might be the white side of her right now. Though, hey, so. <laughs> did, I, okay. I don't know if I'm going to start my story time. Or don't start with the game. Let's start with the game and then get to it. Because I got a feeling it, it all intertwines in some kind of way. It, it? it do, but it don't. It's, it's some. Okay, stuff. go with your story time. All right. <laughs> so, this, this is what I don't get from women. Oh, Lord. You know, that's my story time. Yeah, you know. A lot of women say they want people to be real and honest with them. But when you actually do be real and honest with them, they butt hurt. Oh, why you say that to me? Oh, I don't like you. Block, delete, unfollow, all this. I'm like, damn. You, you must asked. have got blocked. No. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, why you, why you ask me why we don't talk no more? So, story time. She's blocked. Well, she blocked me, so she don't see this shit. So, fuck you. Suck my dick. Good night. Whatever. So... We, I didn't, I wasn't really interested in, in this girl. Okay. So, um, I was on, I was at, my, I was at the airport, going to Vegas and shit, and we was just talking on Instagram, small talking shit. But then all of a sudden, she, uh, she was talking. I say, I'm gonna put, you, I'm gonna put you on some game real fast. Er? Okay. <laughs> about, about what? Get on the phone because you know, not every girl you see, you can see yourself in a relationship with. Not every girl you see yourself uh, having sex with. Not everybody's in the friend zone. So it's either one to three. She wasn't in the friend zone. She wasn't in a relationship. I said, okay, you're not the best looking girl, but she was good enough. You know, probably for a couple of times, one time, whatever. She's just curious, whatever. Don't matter. So, okay, okay. So um, I remember a couple of times, I was like, hey, what you doing tonight? You want to come over? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I see. This is bullshit. Cool. I don't give a damn. I'm just. Shoot my shot, goddamn! I don't care. I'm bored at the house. Right. So we get on the phone. Why you don't want to take me out somewhere? Why you don't want to do it? What's what's going on? Why you want to hit me up at nighttime? I'm I'm not. I don't see you in that light. I don't see you in the light for me to pay for your shit, and we go places, and we do certain things like that because that's at the end of the day, that's like investing money into stock. Like you're going to spend money going on a date. That happens. You got to have money to go dating. So she's like, we ain't got to go on dates to do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, yeah, you kind of do. If you go to a park, I want to eat some food, goddammit. I want to have some drinks. So I got to spend some money in my pocket. And I don't think I want to go to the park with you. So she's like, okay, so tell me what's the reason why you don't want to talk to me, yada, yada, yada. So before I go on, I want to tell some people out there, men or women, whenever somebody tell you their reasoning of why they stop talking to you or want to break up with you or something like that, the reason they're telling you is not the real reason of why they want to stop talking to you or dating you. So I'm going to get to it. So people hit you with the generic shit. Like I've been here before. was like, hey, um, I think you're a cool guy. I think you're a good father, yada, yada, yada. But I just don't. 
I want some space right now. I'm, a, I'm not in a mental space, yada, yada, yada. You could have said that shit after we, before we met. You could have said the shit, you know what I'm saying, in the beginning. Up front with everything. Up front. Don't wait until after we meet, we hang out, talk, whatever. Everything's going good. We text, talk every day, but all of a sudden, you hit me up with a random-ass long paragraph. But when I ask you about it, you don't hit me back. You want to just wipe your hands clean and just get on with your life. So, with this person, I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to be 100 with you. I told, on, on, I told her straight up on the phone. I said, the reason why I don't see you in that light, I don't want to talk to you. I don't talk to you like this because I don't want to go on a date with you. I don't think you're attractive enough to me. That's it. You could be attractive to somebody else. That's just what it is. I told her. I said straight up. On picture. You basically said, I don't want to see you. I don't want to be seen with you in public. You're not enough to be my girlfriend. All I said was, hey, when I seen you on picture, I said. That's what she heard. That's what, that's when you could have said it. It doesn't matter how you said it. That's what she interpreted from. So, yeah. So, I saw on picture, I said, okay, cool, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Get on FaceTime, I see her in a natural habitat, I said, ah, fuck, damn. All right, whatever. So, it went down. My interest went down. So, I said, god damn. So, a generic nigga would have been like, ah, oh, no, but said some bullshit. But you want real. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to give you the reason why I stopped talking to you. It could be harsh. It could be whatever. But if I'm going to, if you want real, I'm going to give you real. You could be real with me. If you don't want to talk to me, tell me straight up. What's the reason? You know what I'm saying? Am I overweight? Do I look a certain way? Am I short? than what you thought? Whatever. Say what you got to say. So when I told her, it was, she was taken back like, okay, cool. All of a sudden, I was trying to say something. I heard a boop, boop, boop. I'm like, all right. So then I look, Instagram, block. I sent the text. It went green. But you old like, girls over here that day? No, no, no. You didn't see it over here. Man, fuck no. So, <laughs> so you ain't bring our sign. I was going to say off the show, though, but yeah, nah. we still live over here. So, the thing, that's, that's the thing is, it's like, people want real. Spamers to say women. women. A lot, some women don't want, actually want the real shit. And then, too, the quote I want to tell people, like I said before, is, if you get told by somebody a reason, of why they stopped talking to you. Nine times out of ten, that's not actually the real reason. Money hit that low power mode. Was that your real reason? That was my honest reason. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of people when... Like, for example, if a woman get cheated on, you know what I'm saying? A dude could tell them X, Y, and Z, whatever. Right. But oh, a real re- it's a reason behind... real reason behind it is not going to tell you because they don't want to hurt your feelings... They don't want to stay. That's what it is. They don't want to hurt your feelings, or they, or they don't feel obligated to tell you the actual reason of why someone stopped talking to you. That's just my belief. That was my story. Y'all can pick my. Y'all can pick away my story. Oh man, no I know how Rudy's gonna there's, be, Linda. Linda, no he way. gonna blame me. There's no there's way. No, 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 no. Honestly, I have a lot of respect for that. I mean. Women are a lot more sensitive <laughs> than men are. So when you when you're being blunt with them, how you expect her to react, nigga? Yeah, you, you can't be mad at how she reacted. I'm not mad how you react. Well, I'm I'm kind of like, why you blocked me? Because she booty hurt. She she, she felt a certain type of way, nigga. You basically said, hey, I don't want to be seen in public. You're not you. pretty enough to be my. Yeah, you're not pretty enough to be. Because I talked to women that look better than her. I just wanted to fuck. That was it. You did? Were you fucked up with how you were trying to approach the you know the situation like hey I, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to fuck that's all I'm trying to do 
Like it was more so. Okay, like, you fucked up. But you know, no, crazy. no, no, no. But hold on. So that's that's my question to you. Were you upfront with your intentions with this girl, or was she thinking that it could have? Were you when you were presenting it or trying to you know go with your move? Were you kind of presenting it in such a way that I think she, she could have easily been mi- or misinterpreted your your actions? I think I think I think she probably took what I said wrong about meeting up at a house. Cause I, you know I, I get it. Every woman thinks like, hey, when they go to somebody's house. That's gonna happen, and it's been for me times where I, I go to a girl, so they come to my house, and that didn't even happen. You know what I'm saying? We'll just actually have a conversation, and I had a girl actually apologize to me before. That hey, I, I'm sorry, I thought you was on like on some sex shit, but we, I'm I'm glad I respect you for that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. just because I see you in your house, like I said, in her natural habitat, I was like, ah, fuck, <laughs> shit. So I probably wasn't even gonna do it. Right. That was just me at the house chilling. You know, that was it. That's not what I asked, though. Were you up front with your Well, we didn't, we didn't get to that part. We, we was talking, but it wasn't like to that point. It was like, hey, how you okay. doing? My name's Akil. Uh, you know, I'm just way, trying to smash. It I just is want to smash. It is. That's it. Take it. Good night. Have a nice but day. But you have those people that are about that. You know what I mean? And if you're up front with it, they're going to go with it. But most, nine times, I'll say eight times out of ten. Most women, you know. Seven times out of ten. Seven times out of ten. The motherfuckers be ready to go. But if but they not, they not. You gotta, yeah, you gotta be upfront with your, yeah. you know. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really care. It wasn't. I mean, the interest level I wasn't think your high. Delivery. You yeah, were you very blunt with this. Yeah, it could work. Oh, the wild cut off. Nah, she gonna cut, nigga. If if a girl told you that shit, you would block, probably block her. You feel some type of. I wouldn't block. I don't follow her on Instagram because I don't. I, I don't follow people on Instagram a lot because I don't want to see you <laughs> and like have <laughs> some memory. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to see. I ain't gonna so you can I don't think that's a. I don't think she had her own way of dealing with it. I don't think she was wrong for how she. That's cool. With it. Yeah, agreed. She can do whatever she wants to, but you ask me the reason, I'm gonna give you the reason. And I have respect for that. That's that's yeah. real. Not everybody gonna tell the truth, but at the same time, it's a way that you do it though too. Why am I supposed to say it? Especially with you the just say, just tell her like, hey, I'm just not feeling you like this. But okay, I'm just not feeling you. Girls gonna be like. Mm, that's not the real answer, but okay. Who gives a fuck? I just well, told you what it is. Yeah, yeah. Just, but I'm going to tell you how it is. And then that's when you come in and be like, "Look, do you really want the real answer?" You <laughs> know what's funny? She was trying to get it out of me so bad because I'm, okay, okay, I'm, okay. she was Look, she was begging it. Did you hear? I didn't want to. No. After he seen her in her natural habitat, he wasn't feeling it no more. So it was like, oh, you met on Instagram? Nah. I said we follow us, we follow us, but we didn't meet on. Instagram. Where y'all met? It was Hinge. The cold, the, the day nap of COVID. That's it. COVID. Why are you That's your fault. That, man, finally, I know I ain't tripping. Leave that shit alone. I, I deleted it. Now it's not on my phone no more. Leave all that shit alone. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, I'm not in that. Li- I'm not in that. Man, line. get out and about me, man. You and I met my girl before COVID. Out somewhere. Nah, I seen her on Facetime with with a friend, and I was like, Yeah, I want you. And ever since then, it's been over with. Yeah, but everybody. Not everybody just a cold uh, yeah. motherfucker like you. No, it ain't that. It's just regular. I mean, I'm saying it's just. Nigga, it's regular shit. Like, nigga, live but life. Every time I said to a Fuck him and all you, that shit. And then something, it don't pan you out. You didn't really say, I want you. No, I said, did. You know, I did. Shimmy, where are you at? <laughs> you can call her ass. She'll tell you shit like that. That's my thing. So, like, I don't know how to. I mean, I'm gonna go about it and be real with you. I'm like, man, it's the reason why I don't wanna. You know what I'm saying? This you you try to you try to pull out me so bad. 
Alright, here's the cold When you suit. told her the truth, and that, I mean, that's all you can do, live your truth, but at the same time, you can't blame her for how she reacted. I really don't give a fuck how she Not acted. everybody can handle the truth. There you go. There it is. You and she really felt like she was a bad motherfucker. She and women, to be honest with you, women. Okay, women, that's cool. One okay. thing I've learned, women, well, to be honest with you, more us than them, though. We really can't handle the truth. We really can't handle this shit. We can't handle the truth. If a woman come to you right now and tell you, hey, you got a little ass dick. I'm like, you a motherfucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you a motherfucking liar. You won't be like. I'm going to laugh it off. Me personally, I'll laugh it off. You going to laugh it off in the back of your country. Fuck you gonna be like, no. Fuck. 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 Fuck no. I thought my shit was going to be. I know me. I, like, I tell, like I tell women all the time. You ever seen a direct TV remote control? There you okay, go. That ain't, my, that ain't my business. There you go. I told him, but I'm just saying, I'm, 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 hypothetically, I'm saying, yeah, bro, like he really blowing this shit. Matter of fact, fuck this topic. So the game, so the game, the game did uh, a post where he said that we needed that men men needed to pay all of women bills. Uh, I have a problem with that, and I'm gonna tell you why. I don't like when people. I mean. If we're, if it's a serious relationship, we go half. But I just have a problem with somebody paying everything for me because then there's a sense of entitlement. There's a sense of, well, I did this X, Y, and Z for you. Now I expect you to do A, B, C. I just, I, I that's, I've always been like that. I'm, I'm very much a new age woman. I would rather pay for my, pay for the whole date, you know, like, no, nah, I got it. Look, let me, I got the check. You feel me? Like, that's just me. I, yeah, I'm, I'm more of the, like, we can meet in the middle. We can do this together. We are partners. But other than that, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. Everybody, you know. I, I, I 100% agree with you. Me, my reason is, first thing, first thing is first for me. Oh, you agree, with, you agree with paying the whole thing or paying? or Half. Okay. Because it's a partnership. I'm going to tell you with my girl, the discussion that we've had. Hey, we pay half on rent. I take care of all the utilities. You just take care of the groceries. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why is because I'm all about building the women, not tearing them down. The game can say some bullshit like that because the game goes after women of that stature. Groupies. Things of that nature. So dependent women. Sugar bitches that want sugar daddies and shit like that. He in his forties. Yeah, he's in the sugar daddy mode. He's been in that sugar daddy mode. So yeah, he gonna pay for everything. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, this is just how I look at it. This <laughs> uh, is how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the position too far yeah, he's in the well, yeah. Right? Me personally, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit like I am. And even if I was, I wouldn't. The reason why is because, especially if I'm dealing with a woman that I see a future with, I'm not going to handicap her because I want her to be her own boss. How can you become your own boss if you haven't experienced having to pay bills? If you're living up under somebody. Exactly. You can you can deal with responsibility, right? Yeah. You have to. You know to. what I'm saying? So, now, if I had it like that... And my girl was living with me, or we lived together. Yes, I'm gonna take care of all the bills, but you're gonna be doing something. 
Women think that... See, look, that, that goes back to the... Look, that's what I was just saying, look. <laughs> no, and when I say you're going to be doing something, hey, I'm working my ass off so we can... Well, I mean, I feel like obviously the house going to be clean. You're going to have, you know, your dinner. It better your, be some... Your better, shoes and your corn cob pipe when hey, you walk in the door. You it better me? be some goddamn dinner on that table. <laughs> the clothes better be washed, dried, starch ironed, the whole For night. Sure. Because I'm bringing the chicken back home. Responsibility needs to be had. What are you bringing to the table? That, I think that's the problem with this generation right now. Women don't feel like they have to bring anything to the table at this what? point. What? I they am put, the table. Forget that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you cut from a different breed. Yeah, I'm, I'm the last of a dying, women dying don't, breed, man. Women don't believe in bringing something to the table. Pussy ain't enough. Pussy. I get pussy anywhere. Pussy is not, should not no. even be on the table. That's something... That's, that's just a reward of what comes with everything else. You're allowing somebody into your temple. You're allowing to. You're allowing yourself to connect with somebody on a higher level. That that should not be a, a means of, you know, a transaction. I just. But, I that, mean, women use their pussy as currency nowadays. Now, so then. Hey, own. to each their own. I'm not gonna knock <laughs> no, it. But, but for no, me, but it's an issue. I'm gonna tell you why. Because you. That's why we got niggas like this that's saying shit like that. Real, and you can't be mad at them for saying it when you putting it out there like this. I, I feel that. You see what I'm saying? It's I 100% feel that. Oh, I don't got to pay shit as long as I'm fucking the nigga. What you think a sugar daddy is for? You see what I'm saying? Like, True. The, the, women these, the women these days don't have a sense of independence. And the ones that do, amazing. I love it. Shit, I try to bring as many of them as I can in general. Like, I try to help as many of them as I can. But the women who look at their pussy as currency, like, you put the value on something that's sacred. Exactly. You can't. It's priceless. It's not something that you can put a value on. Yeah. You were saying... Uh, but, I, again, every woman has a price. What you mean by that? Every woman got a price. Every woman got a price. Like, you got, like, there's females that's expensive. Like, hey, hey, this girl expensive. Then you got this no, girl. No, what I'm saying is, every woman has a price to where she would fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, every nigga does. Is it yeah. <laughs> that is if true. If a nigga come to you and say, hey, I got 500000 to heat. Your you crush, your celebrity crush, 500000 I don't really have. I've, I don't idolize celebrities like that. But I'm just saying, but then came to you say, I got five hundred thousand, half a mil. Let me discuss with my uh, boyfriend. Is he? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, he was so exactly. Be good. <laughs> yeah. One hour, five hundred thousand. Well, I'm just saying. I would still in that. Let's sense. say you single. Oh, if I'm single. Somebody come to you say, I got five hundred. Hell yeah, you. With a condom. Okay. Okay. Dick little and everything. Shit, she's like a half of this pinky. Well, I mean, that ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, I know, right? So okay. I, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> got a price. Got a price. So when you look at, but I feel like it's also what you do with it. You can't just go below that money. Like you have to invest in yourself. You gotta be smart about it. You know. True, but the point Ooh, is, every yeah, woman, okay, every everybody has a price when it comes to. Just what they'll be bought for, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like women right now are using them pussy as currency, and what it's doing is, it's turning them more into slaves than bosses. Yo, 
You know what I'm saying? You like more, it. It's more prostitutes out here than it's ever been. Oh, they're in a high rate. They're coming in a boatload, nigga. It's, a, it's a legal out in uh, Nevada. See? And I'm talking just OnlyFans and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. OnlyFans, sugar daddy shit, and all that type of shit. I feel like the generation after us is going to be so damaged. It's not even going to be funny because they're not going to understand where the true value is. The true value is up here. And on top of that, they're not going to really know the value of a dollar because they never had to truly work for it. You you just kind of get it handed to you for doing yeah. something that's... Nah, fuck a dollar. True value is yourself. <laughs> Hello. Okay, yeah, taking it there. I feel that. I feel that that's true. Fuck a dollar. The true value of the So you gotta think what kind of nigga, not even what kind of nigga, but what kind of mindset the game has to be in for him to even sit here and say, hey, I pay for everything. She ain't gotta. Which I truly believe women should not have to pay for anything if they're bringing something to the table except they pussy. If you bringing pussy to the table, I can get pussy anywhere. What makes you any different? Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my spill on the game. So what's your? I'm sorry. I know I went on. The nah, I'm sure. This this highway, this motherfucker. Oh, you on the, you, yeah, you already on the highway. No, yeah. you already. I'm on I-10 by 10. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta skate. But nah, the thing is too. Nah, I agree, I agree with you because when I posted on my story, I had girls some even say they was liking it. They was yes. They was all this other shit. What I noticed was the girl that's hitting me up was the dependent women. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? They was liking it, but the independent women I talked to a couple, a couple of them, they ain't really feeling that shit because they like, I could buy my own, I could buy my own right, shit, right. I could do my own thing. What are you Why doing? do I need somebody else to pay for everything? And what it leads to control. That's that's what I was saying. Look, look, there's and it's a certain level of expectation. They're like, I'm paying for X, Y, Z, so you got to do A, B, C. Yeah. And that that kind of becomes, it can easily become. A transaction of the flesh. You see what I'm saying? It like is. that's what it. That's, that's what it, not, it's, it, that's it. What it is, hundred percent is the transit. I'm not paying your bills and shit like that just to be doing this shit. I'm paying your bills so that I know for a fact whenever I touch down in your city, you put yeah, it's up. Like my dad, like my dad, my mom. If they, my dad never passed, they'd be together right now, fifty-one years. But he, I love that. He um. Pay for ninety five percent of the things, but all she did was like groceries and just small stuff, things for her own self. He paid for everything else, but that's cool. It's an understanding, it's communication. And then also, you got to think. I'm sure your mom had dinner ready, had the house yeah. clean, like she. Yeah. But that's a different type. That's like a. How do I put they it? They from a different. They, they yeah, come from different yeah, cloth. that's a tradition. That's, that's a traditional. Yeah. Uh, they baby don't do that shit no more. Yeah. I'm blessed to have something like that. Right. You blessed to be there. You know what I'm saying? That don't happen every day. That does not very happen difficult. every very, day very at difficult. all, bro. These women out here are fucked up. And it's and it mainly because these niggas ain't they ain't got no daddies and they mamas was hoes too. Yeah. Look, I my my dad wasn't you know he in and out. Well, I say mainly, not all. Of them. Yeah, but my yeah. mama was a G. Yeah. <laughs> she she kept it these, real. Nice. These women don't know how to be women anymore. Yeah, that's that's one thing I can't say. That's why I be hurt when when I hear from women they say. They don't cook. They don't know how to cook and shit like that. I'm like, man, I'm like, fuck fuck cooking for anybody else. Know how to cook for yourself. The only reason why I I can (laughs) shop because I'm like, damn, like, okay, for us men, 
our hobbies, a lot of us, is like video games on our downtime. Right. You know what I'm saying? Typically. A lot of women's hobby was cook is cooking. You know I what I'm saying? They're like, I'm going to just make some just because I'm going to release some stress. I want to just do X, Y, and Z. Cooking, it, doing shit around. That's just what it was naturally. Like, it was just that. So when I hear, I'm like, nah, oh, good damn. Like, fuck. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because we're working hard, long days and shit. We come to the crib, like, hey, she made some Cajun pasta. She got X, Y. I'm like, ooh. You know. I'm like, you going to get this dick tonight, <laughs> baby. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's. <laughs> There you go with that noise and with that noise we out. God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Linda. I appreciate you. Thank Rudy, you so much for, for having for me. Home. Yeah, man, it's Linda. An honor. Is, Linda is the next. I feel like the next couple of years, Linda is gonna be leading the way as far as women in in the city. I am very. I'm trying to. I want to show women that there is another avenue, and anybody can do this. It's all about the dedication, the grit, the drive. The ambition and consistency. Just be consistent. That that in itself will get you right where you're trying to be. Amen. Well, let them know your social media again. Once again, you can follow me on uh, my personal page slash styling slash content creating page. That's Luna Malone underscore. And then my brand page is Mix Mogul. Right on. <laughs> and next time we come on here, we're going to have some of her shit on here. And yeah. There Go buy go. her shit. Love y'all. <laughs> and let's support our, our black queens. There we go, man. Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, all that. Apple Podcasts, that real do with a kill. Featuring Rudy. Monday behind the camera. <laughs> we out. <laughs>